independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. At what point you give so much away because you're so desperate for something that it's not really what you thought it was going to be and it was way more hassle than it's worth. That's Kevin McCarthy right now. Is it important in the overall scheme of things of today? It's really not. It isn't. Governments around the world can go a long time uh, not forming, you know, uh, a coalition to get along. This, uh, Whatever they do today doesn't matter. They could pass a thousand bills today. It's never going to get to the floor of the Senate, so it doesn't really matter. There's some things when it comes to intelligence stuff, but to, or, or honestly, and, and people say, well, they can't get intelligence briefings. Do, do, you, do you rely on these people for intelligence briefings to protect us from something? Or they just didn't get to read something that people who are out there protecting us uh, see and do. That's pretty much it. Here's the issue. It's not about today. It's not about tomorrow. It's about setting a tone. It's about finding out what this party is all about and building for the future. That's what this is about today. It's about a process. So two years from now, you can say, this is the tone. This is it. We've strengthened the Republican Party. This is the voice. It's all of those things is why this is important. Again, you having the, uh, outside of investigations and, and whatnot, the, the speakership at this point is 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 a symbol in a sense that, yes, we can bring things to the floor, and there's going to be stuff that will bipartisan get through because va- vast majority of stuff bipartisanly gets through. We never hear about it because it's not sexy. But these idiots, and I call them that, Because the games they're playing are exactly that. And Kevin McCarthy is bending over backwards to give them everything. Where now you've got moderates, or what we would console conservatives, who are going, dude, no, no, no. They've got him down to one person now. Can bring about a vote of whether or not to keep him a speaker. One. So every day, as, as Adam Kinzinger and Dan Crenshaw say, these idiots are going to be out there every day going, we want you removed as speaker. Why? Because it'll be good for their Instagram, their Snapchats, their Twitter. They want to be on all the committees. They want to be chairing some of these committees. They, they, it is, look, some of the stuff I look and go, yeah, I'm fine with that. Absolutely. I think a bill should be brought to the floor. I think there should be more debate. There's never any debate. It's never brought to the floor 72 hours before so everybody can debate and talk about it. We never hear that stuff. That stuff sounds great, but they keep moving the goalposts because it's not about whether or not Kevin McCarthy is, is any of these things. You know what he is? He's a politician. It's what he is. He's a damn good politician. And you know what else he is? He's a money raiser. And that's a good thing. Lauren Boebert, who can't stand him, apparently, as Dan Crenshaw pointed out, you needed his money to get you over the get you over the finish line. So some of the concessions he's given up makes the speakership useless. 
Every time they give him something, this is what we want, he'll say, okay, I'll do that. And they say, no, you know, no, 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 no. We're not going to tell you that. We want this. It's ridiculous. They're idiots. They're losing their way. And this is a game. This is all this is, an absolute game at this point. Kevin McCarthy would be, by almost any objective measure, one of the two or three most conservative Republican speakers in U.S. history, at least for the last hundred years. Paul Ryan was the most conservative speaker. This idea that being part of the establishment makes you a rhino squish loser is this fantasy that these guys are getting high on on their own farts. They want, you know, the, the, the stuff that they're doing is, is look, some of it is like they want to go back to the way this was and that was. They're asking for concession after concession. It's one of those things where they're just throwing stuff out now to see if he'll say yes. But now you got to start worrying because, wait a minute here. Whoa, 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 wait a minute here. You, Kevin are giving away everything to these people over here holding you hostage and us hostage. So now you've given away so much. Why would I give you, essentially, why would I give them my vote for you? Because you're now their puppet. You're now their puppet. So it'll be very interesting to see the way that this thing plays itself out. But why it's important is they need stability. They need something that is not Trump and is not insanity. It is not people that are more worried about their celebrity status and whether or not they can go to a Turning Point USA thing and have two or 3,000 people cheer them on as they say outlandish stuff because they're more interested in that than anything else. No, they need an actual face and an actual person that's going to set a tone as they move forward because that's what matters. That's what matters. It's not about today. The average person doesn't care about this. You're sitting there going, why do I care about this? You do care, though, if you want to move forward and you're sick and tired of the baloney that Washington has. If you're sick and tired of seeing the same, yeah, I want more debate on the floor. I want to see what's in these bills. I don't want the another one else. Well, we better pass it to find out what's in it. Crap. That's happened for too long. At the same time, I don't want everything to be about revenge for Trump. Or to see how many likes I can get on Facebook, Instagram, etc., etc. I don't want extremes running anything. That ain't good. That isn't. He has given so much and not a lot left to give. And every time they ask for something new and he says, I'll give it to you. Then they ask for something else and say, well, maybe you don't really want that. Yesterday, uh, Dan Crenshaw, who just went uh, off on them, said, uh, you know, uh, here's a perfect example. They wanted people on certain committees, and they want to be able to chair certain committees. Okay, great. Uh, Give me their names, he said. And they said, no, no, we don't believe you'll do it. Those are the things that they're doing. Why it matters is it's not about today. Pass a bill today, never gets to the floor tomorrow in the Senate, doesn't really matter. But being able to investigate certain things, absolutely important. But being able to do it in a way where you're looking for revenge, you're not not looking for answers. 
And Kevin got himself into this trouble. Let's go back 2015. He was set to be Speaker of the House. The whole Benghazi thing, that was a big thing. Remember that? What ended up happening? On a Sunday show, he said the quiet part out loud. This wasn't about finding out the truth. This was about seeing if we could get back at Hillary and weaken her. What? Yeah. So set the tone, guys and gals. Set the tone. Have fun with that. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram. A lot of stuff to get to today. Fun stuff, wacky stuff, wild stuff. We talk a little bit more about the homelessness. I am... The amount of money, I'm going to tell you guys this, and you know, I get a lot of pushback from people who are like, uh, the bleeding hearts and just the insanity of these people that are out there that, that scream and yell about it. It's just a person is down on their luck and they're just missing a rent payment and that's why they're living in the streets, eating bugs and doing drugs. Stop it. When you hear the amount of money that cities are spending and the waste of money that cities are, 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 are spending and throwing away with zero accountability. We should all be pissed. Portland, you've, at this point, you had a guy had his face eaten off. Why? Drugs may have been involved, right? Can't go anywhere without seeing people fornicating, taking a crap in the street. Ca- California's lost the plot a long time ago. It is, it is a joke, but it is also an industry. And I've been saying that for a long time. It is a massive, massive industry. Like you cannot believe the amount of money that gets spent with zero accountability. We'll talk about that. Will Biden go to the border? He says he is. What does that mean? He's having a big speech today about the border. Uh, this is the way I look at this. I'll believe it when I see it. And uh, it's probably going to be more of a picture op, and he's probably going to ask, "Where's Speedy Gonzalez?" Uh, kind of thing. I mean, that's 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 what I expect from him. He got great words, Sal. A lot of other wacky stuff to get to today as well, including a new one from Biden. Uh, his word salad today was spectacular. It's the only way to describe. It. We can play it a thousand. It might be my ringtone to start off the year. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter tweet text. Love hearing from all of you. Ruffgreens.com slash chat. Ruffgreens.com slash chat. You hear me talk about it all the time. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega three six nine, all this incredible stuff that goes in this amazing little canine Vitasmart supplement that you put on top of your dog's food. It's helped my little dog doodle tremendously. It's given him more energy. It's extended his life. He's got a better digestive tract. The thing I love about is he doesn't have the aches and the pains. He's got tons of energy. It is just giving him a healthier, longer-lasting life. And right now, Dr. Dennis Black wants to give you a bag for free. He wants everybody to have a bag for their dog at no cost. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. Try it right now. You will not be disappointed. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash chat. Get a free bag. If you love your animals like I love my animals, get a free bag now. Roughgreens.com slash chat. Roughgreens.com slash chad. Chad Benson Show. If you like talk radio like Chad Benson likes his meals, you've come to the perfect place for takeout. 
Looking at some of the stuff that uh, McCarthy's given into. Uh, it's crazy. One vote needed to oust the speaker. Could you imagine that? <laughs> we want you gone. Who? I do. We'd have a new speaker every day. I'll tell you in a little while what my fix is for that, because I got a good fix. I, I think we're at the point now. It's like it's time that I uh, I get involved with this. What do you say about that, uh, Mr. President? I've traveled over 140 countries around the world. Absolutely. And so I'll paraphrase the phrase in my own neighborhood. Okay. The rest of the countries, the world's not a patch on our genes. If we do what we want to do, we need to do. That's, what neighborhood did you live in? <laughs> I have never. So wait, what? I just, let me, could you just. Tell me again. I've traveled over 140 countries around the world. Okay, that's that's good. You're president. You should be all over. Right? Fantastic. Good. Okay, continue. And so I'll paraphrase the phrase in my old neighborhood. Old neighborhood. The rest of the countries, the world's not a patch on our genes. Yeah, yeah. If we do what we want to do, we need to do. No idea what that means. I, I think you're full of baloney. I don't think you have any idea what you're talking about. I think you're making stuff up. This tells me that maybe you're not well. I don't think that's very nice, Chad. I'm just saying. It feels like you're a patch on our genes. <laughs> what? Who talks like that? Oh, dang, never I do. Feel like I'm a patch on the genes of life. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> uh, Northern California, are you guys ready? I wish I could tell you that the rain and the storms end, but by this weekend, there's another blast, another fire hose of moisture coming at Northern California. That will add up, and anywhere from Eureka to Fort Bragg could end up with 10-plus inches. This is not something that's over. It'll go into next week. It is massive. Uh, You know, here's the thing. We talk about, like, this big snowstorms and stuff, and you see that in Buffalo and all this stuff, and they get these these Arctic blasts that blow through, and, and and it's... California's not set up for rain. I live in Arizona. It rains like two days. We're like, I don't think I can go to work. <laughs> I can't get out of my house. I told you it was just before Christmas. It took me like 30 minutes to get out of my neighborhood because everything was flooded. And it wasn't like it was this insane, you know, it rained really hard for a day. But some places aren't set up for it. This is otherworldly. So when I first moved to Sacramento uh, in the uh, you know, like early 2000s, you know, uh, there was my I, we moved there in like March. And they had a late surge of rain. And I thought, this is where Noah lives kind of thing. Like this is where he was because it was the amount of precipitation. And I had lived in Europe. I lived in England. We got a lot of rain, but I was like trying to tell everybody the rain was different. It would rain for three hours and then it would be sunny for the rest of the day or a little bit cloudy. And then it would rain the next day, but then it would be, it wasn't like it rained 500 days. It felt like that. They're not set up for that. And this is going to be a nightmare for, for them. And they've already had a horrific incident where a toddler was killed. Uh, it's, it's, it's just horrific on top of that Sacramento, uh, guys be prepared. 
Authorities have confirmed a third person killed in last weekend's storm here in Sacramento County. A storm and flooding that broke a levee. That levee has since been plugged. And of course, officials are hoping that that levee holds through this storm and the rain that's expected the next few days. I don't know if that's going to happen. Though. I think it's going to get uglier and uglier. And it just, if you look out there, you ever see, it's like that movie, uh, what was that movie with uh, the fishing movie? with uh, Mark Wahlberg and and George Clooney, right? And it's like everything. Christopher McDonald was the weatherman in that, and he's like, it's moving here, and then it's moving here, and three, and then he circles them, and they're all going to collide. That's what it looks like outside of the, you know, the the shores of Northern California. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. Is your Twitter, your Instagram, a lot of other stuff we're going to talk about. Biden says he's going to the border, right? He says, I'm going to the border. Uh, We'll see. What exactly does that mean? He's flying over the border, and this is the southern border. I had to double-check yesterday because at first I thought he was going, well, I'm going to Canada because there's a border up there as well. But, no, he's going to go over the southern border into Mexico, and apparently he's going to pay a trip to the actual border itself. We'll talk about what that means. And then... The amount of money spent on homelessness with zero results is staggering. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. I'll believe it when I see it, not when I hear it. I cleared my ears out yesterday. Because I heard this. Are you going to be within the border when you head down to, to Mexico? That's my intention. We're working out the details now. Working out the details now. That's my intention. Going to go over and see Speedy Gonzalez. And then uh, put some patches on my jeans. I, I, I don't, uh, Chad, I can't believe you said that. Let's be, you know, I mean, come on now. Let's be real. It is him. You just heard what he said earlier. If you guys haven't heard the, uh, uh, the bizarre yet hilarious, uh, latest Biden, whatever. It's interesting. It's about a patch on your jeans. I've traveled over 140 countries around the world. As I was, I'll paraphrase the phrase in my old neighborhood. The rest of the countries, the world's not a patch on our jeans. If we do what we want to do, we need to do. Yeah, so take that, other parts of the world. (laughs) So he's going to be going over there, apparently. And then on the way back, he's going to make a stop at the border. And what's going to happen? Are you making a stop as in you're going to stop in, get out of the airplane, Go from point A to point B, which is the, the you know, we're going to do, a, we're probably going to do El Paso, right? Friendly. You got the mayor there that's a Democrat. He's already, you know, bowed to you when you told him and implored him, please don't declare a state of emergency. 
So uh, even though Abbott's there, you can make it really quick. And, you know, Abbott doesn't have to be there, even though it's it's his state. Uh, are you going to fly into Yuma? You know, but you are you going to get to San Diego, maybe where you can Tucson. Get out. Talk to a few people who are friendly to you in a podium, maybe on the tarmac, turn around, get back in the airplane and leave. Or are you going to go talk to people? Are you going to go to the to 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 the to the NGOs, the non-governmental organizations that are the nonprofits that are that are struggling to provide stuff? Are you going to go to the facilities where the intake comes in and they're there for a couple of days and speak to some of these people, speak to the actual border agents? Are you going to go and talk to the leaders of the community, or is just going to be a flyby, quick, you know, scenario? Because that's what I think it is. Until I see him do those things, I think it's going to be a snapshot. Uh, back on the president's trip to Mexico in the next few days, what is his message, or will his message be when he's there, to would-be migrants who may be confused about what the United States' immigration policies are right now, given the back and forth over Title 42? Irregular mag- migration is certainly one of the key issues facing our hemisphere, and it will certainly be one of the important uh, important topics of discussion at the Nulls, right? That is something that uh, certainly uh, will be discussed. Yeah, sure it is. But will anything be done to actually address this stuff in a way where you go back and say, all right, Congress, we need to come together. We need to do something. Mayorkas is calling for Congress to do something. Well, they don't even have a speaker. But at this point, with a small you know, majority, even if they had a speaker and they pass something, it's probably never going to see the light of day unless it's about the Democrats and the Senate side. So none of this stuff really matters. The frustration level should be up to here with all of us. And now, oh, my God, it's past that point now. It's past that other point. I don't think anything's going to happen. Sounds great. And today, as he goes and addresses all of this, this is my take on it. I'll believe it when I see it. Come out, say it all you want. But you've been the worst on the border I've ever seen. You've ignored it. The numbers have gone through the roof. Migrants that have come here have said, well, he invited us. The first thing you wanted to do was in the first hundred days and the first act you were going to do is give an opportunity and a pathway to citizenship for 14 million people. Your words, not mine. So, no, no, you're awful at this. So whatever happens will be lip service. If anything does happen, I just don't believe it. And immigration will continue to be a problem. And I am all about an easier pathway here. I'm all about opportunities for dreamers to become citizens. I mean, I got, you know what? I, we need to expand, not contract. We do. But the reality is, is this guy and this government at this time isn't the answer. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show, your Twitter, your Instagram, all of the other things. Uh, you guys, yesterday we 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 touched on it. I'll give you a, if you missed any, and we did it in the in the third hour. Horrific incident, right? So 
you're 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 they're in Portland. You're right. You're riding the you're riding the train. You're going from point A to point B, right? Hey, there's a person over there who's a bit elderly and a younger person in their mid twenties eating his face, eating his face. Homelessness is an issue. Why? Drugs. Yeah. Mental illness. Yeah. What came first, the drugs or the mental illness? We can debate that all day. Six and one half dozen of the others. The reality is it's a problem. But it's an industry. It's a huge industry. It's a massive industry. And when I talk about that, I get pushback from people like, don't say stuff like that, Chad. These are people who just missed a paycheck. Kind of baloney or they're down and out on their luck. No. They've put themselves in this positions. Junkies, bums, crackheads, meth heads, ne'er-do-wells, mental illness. It's all real, but it's an industry. It is. So when we talk about, and, and as I said yesterday, let's talk about the difference between somebody who is mentally ill because they rotted their brain with drugs or somebody who's an, uh, who is just mentally ill. Those people have issues that are beyond the, the, oh, they're just down and out on their luck, and if we got them a job, they're going to be fine. No. But the money is huge, and I've been saying that. Homelessness, racism, you find an ism or a ness, and I can find you a way to make money off of it. And the beauty is that it, you never have to worry about accountability or results. How great would it be for you to go into your job today, make all the money, and have no worry about results? How great would that be? No worry about results. Nothing. I'm not going to worry about anything. I got all this free money, and I don't have to worry about a thing. Listen to this insanity. Because it is. There's heartbreaking images of those living in deplorable conditions on the streets becoming all too common. As Democrat leaders get accused of dumping billions of taxpayer dollars into failed programs that do little to solve the issue... We ran through the numbers and the amounts spent are just staggering. Look at this. San Francisco spends an astonishing $100,000 per homeless person. New York shells out $58,000 per year per homeless person, but it hasn't helped. A recent report says homelessness in the Big Apple has reached the highest level since the Great Depression. $100,000 dollars per person one hundred thousand dollars kids it's about to get wackier and whack get ready for this hold on to your hats and glasses they would say at disneyland this is the wildest ride in the wilderness oh my lord in San Francisco, they distributed 262 tents across six locations. The tents were a total of $16.1 million. That's about $61,000 per tent. You can get a regular tent for like 300 a good one for like 300 bucks. You can walk into REI and get a tent on sale for $300. But the city of San Francisco is charging $61,000 a tent to the taxpayers. 
I went on, and I'm going to do it right now. We're going to go to Amazon. I want you guys to listen to these numbers again while I go to Amazon. Soak these numbers up on the cost of a tent. The distribution of said tent. Soak this up. In San Francisco, they distributed 262 tents across six locations. The tents were a total of $16.1 million. That's about $61,000 per tent. You can get a regular tent <laughs> for like 300, a good one for like 300 bucks. You can walk into REI and get a tent on sale for $300. Okay. But the city of San Francisco is charging $61,000 a tent to the taxpayers. Okay, so here I am. Now, you say to yourself, first of all, uh, I'm looking at tents, and if you're going up to 300 bucks, you're getting a tent. And I'm not quite sure some of these tents, these people will be able to put together. Here's a Coleman, normally 379 on sale with a Prime membership, 248 It is a Coleman Weathermaster six-person tent with screen room. Sorry, you don't need a screen room. How about just a run-of-the-mill two-person camping tent? Can we do one of those? Right? Nothing spectacular. Here's one for $35. Not $300. $35. Okay. They did how many? 261 of those bad dogs? 262? Hell, let's just round it up for ours because we're going to help more. We're going to do 300. You multiply that by this cost, $40. That's 12 thousand dollars my tent's cheaper easier to put together it's a racket where's the accountability are you helping anybody or are you just helping sustain their lifestyle and their mental illness and mm, if they're if they're only missing a paycheck why aren't they in a shelter Oh, because shelters are going to have rules. Because there's good places out there who are trying to do stuff. But the reality is, it's a racket. And it's sad. And it's sad. But they can spend money too, right? Because you know what? I'm helping the homeless, but it doesn't mean I can't dress good. That's crazy. The San Francisco officials also use taxpayer dollars to buy liquor and beer for the homeless people. And then they got caught. Look what they're doing in all of these non-for-profits. The profits are all going to the scam artists that run them. They take in $10 million to help the homeless. And what do they do with the money? This woman went on a shopping spree to Tiffany's, Ferragamo, Bergdorf Goodman. Well, I got to look good. I don't want the homeless people to think down on me. And let's go over again. The unsheltered, the homeless. No. Drug addicts, mentally ill, crackheads, meth heads, junkies. People that are, those people aren't looking for a hand up. They're looking for whatever they can do to continue to get by in the world that they're living in. And everybody here is getting paid massive amounts of money, pissing it all away, zero accountability, laughing their way to the bank. Nobody's getting helped. $61,000 per tent. Cut that in half. Hell, Take it down to just 10% of that number. $6,100 for a tent is insane. What's the end goal here? Is it to get you to go from a tent to a yurt to a car to a house? 
Or is it just to go, look, I gave them a 10. I feel good about myself. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Should all be pissed. We're going to talk a little bit more about this uh, throughout the show. But I tell you what, that should piss everybody off right there. It's a joke. It is an absolute joke. And if you want to live in a, in, a, in a city that continues to push out these ridiculous things with zero accountability, handing out money left, right, and center, while you have to step over human beings, then human fecal matter, then needles. Are you really getting your taxpayer worth? Probably not. Probably not. Maybe we should send them some MyPillow stuff. Hey, you got that tent? Got a bed? We'll get you some Keys of Dream sheets right now. $29.98. Now, this is awesome. So these these sheets are the cotton. It's called long staple cotton. It's grown in a little area in the Mediterranean, right? You know, the, the, you know, the Sahara Desert right there in the Mediterranean. It's a little, this little area there. They grow this. Then, then MyPillow gets it, and they go to town and turn it into Keys of Dream sheets. Cool, comfortable, breathable, amazing. Right now, $29.98. Six-day money-back guarantee. One-year limited warranty, and they're breathable, they're comfortable, they're just amazing. Right now, you can save big on this and all the other MyPillow products by going to MyPillow.com slash Benson, and that's all you got to do. $29.98 right now for the Giza Dream Sheets, the best cotton around, the best sheets you're going to find. Absolutely fantastic. One-year limited warranty and a six-day money-back guarantee. If you're not happy, send them back. MyPillow.com. Use that promo code Benson. Chad Benson Show. Podcasts are American as hot dogs, apple pie, football, and sushi. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, my goodness. No. Okay, maybe not sushi. Next time you have a craving for something sweet and tangy, download a Chad Benson Show podcast. Mm, boy. That is good. It's different because you get a little bit of saltiness. It's so good because it's sweet and salty at the same time. Get a taste on iTunes, iHeart, or Spotify and binge to your ear's content. Oh, yeah. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Historically, CES has been known for the giant futuristic TVs being revealed, and this year does not disappoint. Like a wireless, battery-powered TV that uses vacuum suction to stick on a wall anywhere, Sony revealing an even brighter form of OLED TVs. There's lots of smart home tech and new wearables and health tech. Gary Shapiro with the group that organizes CES as a show is coming back strong from the pandemic. There's a thirst still for innovation. Also expected this year, an alliance of big companies announcing their smart home devices will all work together on one standard. Hmm. Hmm. What else you guys got going on over there at CES? I was looking at some of the stuff. They have like they have a four thousand dollar baby stroller. That is like voice activated. It's electronic. You can just kind of tell it to follow you. It's like, are we that lazy? Oh, I don't want anything to do with my child. <laughs> I don't even want to put it in there. Somebody else could do it. That's where 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 we are in this this insanity. But I love the suction cup television. We can do that with our yurt. <laughs> What is the other thing? A couple of the other stuff is one of them was really interesting. They've got so I'm like because I was talking last night to my uncle because uh, uh, a couple of the companies we work with are there and we're doing some stuff with them. 
and they're like, hey, guys, we're going to be here. And and we're like, they're like, yeah, some of these TVs are insane. There's one that's as thin almost as uh, wallpaper now. It's like a wallpaper. I said, when are we going to get the television that is actually a load-bearing wall? Where's that at? You know that's coming. But I love all the wacky stuff they've got. It's just, it's, oh, it's fantastic. 323-538-2423. If you missed any of the fine podcast show, grab the podcast. We have a podcast. You can go there. It's free to grab it anywhere that podcasts are available. Snatch it up. Love to, if you do that for us as well, uh, check out our social media at Chad Benson Show. It's the Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. Talk about short people later and how they're apparently going to save the world because of climate change. You can't make this crap up. Speaking of not making crap up, they're still fighting over who will or won't be the speaker of said house. Is anything happening different? I have no idea. Productive meetings. Uh, last night continuing to go on. Uh, McCarthy, what's going on with that cat? Although he does not have the votes, nobody else has the votes either. So he is, as long as he sits and waits this out, uh, he, he's in this. Jonathan Carl right there talking about it. He's in it to win it, kids. I don't know if you guys are aware of this. This guy's in it to win it, as the kids would say today. Uh, yeah, he's in it to win it, but, you know, we're going through, what, six? They may or may not go today to, uh, to the floor at all. They may just have meetings all day. I, you know, I mean, you know, and you've seen interesting, you know, the other day they were talking about Matt Gatz and AOC were, you know, kind of huddled over in, in, in a quiet corner, uh, making googly eyes at each other. They were not doing that Chad. No, they were having a very spirited discussion and laughing. And she was with Paul Gosar as well, because the worrisome side of it is, uh, at what point does he go over to the Democrats and say, look, here's the thing. It's about getting 218 votes. Am I right or am I right? Well, you're pretty right. Okay, we'll get 218 votes. You guys won't give it to me. I can build a coalition. What have we talked about with the uh, the Europeans, a lot of other things? The one thing about having two, three other parties that are there is you may need to go to other portions. We only have two parties. But imagine if there was 40 other, you know, independents. You'd be going to them as well. The difference is they might say, I want this, or we would like this. And you'd be like, okay, I can do that. These 20 want to just make a mess, that they're not interested in anything else. And why that hurts the brand, the party, is because you're setting up, not tomorrow, right? Not a week from now. You're setting up. What's going to be the Republican Party going forward, steering away from uh, taking the good ideas that Trump had and the the leaders of the past and bringing in your new ideas and moving forward and giving them a direction that will lead you to a stronger result in two years? 
Kevin McCarthy has given them everything, and it's still never enough. I talked to somebody last night who's a big fan of some of these uh, yahoos, and uh, he said to me, they're just being a-holes, because if your plan is, I just don't want you, and you don't have another plan, because Kevin, there's nobody else, they're not, you know, Jim Jordan's like, I don't want the gig, right? And that gig is arguably the most political gig in D.C. At that point, you're not even a congressperson. You're a strict politician. You're a money raiser. Not only are you the voice and you're the one who is steering where things are going on the floor and stuff, not just for the constituents, for the country. On top of that, you're also the person who is the mouthpiece for that party in many ways, especially if you don't have the presidency. So you're the rudder to the ship. You're the captain right now. Do I think that it's going to be Kevin McCarthy? Eh. Would he be a bad choice? He's a Republican. He's destroyed the party. He's not a real conservative. Do you even know what a real conservative is? Dan Crenshaw came out and hammered him yesterday in an interview. Uh, saying basically, they these people, they don't want anything. They're playing games. They don't do anything for the party. They don't do anything for the country. Every time they, they, they say they want this and he gives in, they say no. They don't know what conservatism is. They don't know who Thomas Sowell is. They, they, they don't even understand what he, he's right. He's absolutely right. So as he continues to give away stuff, and he is giving away a lot, he's starting to worry the moderates. This morning, the stage is set for a third day of battle for Speaker of the House. Overnight, ABC News learning Kevin McCarthy has made another offer to hold out in the Republican Party against his bid for Speaker. Sources tell us McCarthy has proposed a new round of concessions, including changing the rules so that just one lawmaker could force a vote to remove the Speaker putting more conservatives on the powerful House Rules Committee and a vote on bills like term limits and border security. Okay. Look, part of being a politician is giving and taking, even within your own party. Some of the biggest fights you're going to have. Yesterday I was talking to the former governor of Arizona, Jan Brewer. Jan Brewer, of course, famously, when Obama landed here, she was in his face with her finger. and uh, uh, But Brewer said, my biggest, when she was governor, she was my biggest fight nine times out of 10 was with my own party. Some of this is about Trumpism and getting it back for Trump. Some of it is about likes and vanity and how many, you know, and, but to give away the speakership in such a way, cause that's what you're doing. You've weakened this thing. Now you've cheapened it. You're a tawdry little trollop. You are at this point, one person. So imagine this. I'm going to bring something to the floor. I want you removed. Let's vote on it. Oh, for the love of God. One person. Usually you need a majority of the party. right? You needed a certain amount of people to bring it to the floor. Then you needed the majority. Uh, now now one person can, can bring it? Are you kidding me? You're giving in? You're going to let some of these yahoos on some of these things? Oh, my God. Jeez. This is where we are, huh? My goodness me. How did we get here? We got here because we've allowed social media likes 
all of that stuff to become the end all to be all. We've dumbed down our, our the electorate enough that the squeaky, screamiest, loud, tackiest gets to rule the roost. Bobert's out there going up against him all the while McCarthy had to come save her ass with money. When she should have easily won, but she got by on the skin of her teeth. I mean, some of these, it's just, it's, it's insane. But that's what you get. When we've decided that this is theatrics and the importance of these positions are, are, are minimal because uh, they, they want to be celebrities, right? They want to live in safe districts. They want to make noise. They want to they see how many likes they can get and shares and what their sound bites are. And they want to be able to go to fancy things and have money and have several people follow them around. It's so funny when I watch, because we have Congress people coming here. And I always tell who's a real, like a person who's like there doing something because, A, you don't even know who they are. Right? Like my buddy David Schweikert. So I don't have David on the show because I've criticized David on numerous occasions. Some of the stuff he's gotten up to and, uh, you know, uh, but at the same time, you wouldn't know who David Schweiker is, but he's on the Ways, Means and Ways Commission committee. You can't be on any other committee. It's like the powerful committee. You wouldn't know. Why? Because that's where serious people go. That's power. And they're there to do stuff, get stuff through. Oh, oh, yeah. This is what it looks like. These people, you have no idea who they are. They're not looking for a microphone. They don't want to do a bunch of press. That's not what they're interested in. And he comes in, every time he comes in to KTAR to do an interview here at my local station, he brings iced teas for everybody, for the interns, for everybody. He's a really nice guy. When I see some of the other ones who are hoping to be congressmen or senators or they are in some other capacity and they have seven or eight people with them as their handlers, I say to myself, yeah, it's intoxicating. It is. But that's not what government should be. So I've come up with a new plan. I think you guys are going to enjoy this one. So you guys have no plan other than to disrupt everything. You over here are trying your hardest, but these people are just changing the rules all the time because the goal is is to stop you and to disrupt everything as opposed to anything else, right? Because they only care about themselves and they only care about... So here's the deal. You 20 are going to vote yes, but you're not in the running for any of this. It's the deal you're dealing or else. You, McCarthy, can't run. And you're going to vote yes. The rest of you, we're putting your name in a hat. And we're going to draw that name out. And whoever that person is, is the new Speaker of the House. And we're getting on with our lives. And you're going to be in. And if if you don't want the speakership, all the better. All the better. If you're reluctant to do it, all the better. Uh Uh-huh. And we're going to get on with our lives. Couldn't be the worst, right? People voted them to be there. So let's see what we got. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Here's something else that I like to remind everybody this. People forget. You're third in line for the presidency. 
you're also a person that could be Speaker of the House, and you don't have to be voted in. That's right. Speaker of the House does not have to be a member of Congress. Oh, that's kind of odd. Could you imagine that? You and I are as close to being Speaker of the House as anybody else. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. Your Twitter, your Instagram, and all the other things. Raycon, best earbuds around. Love my Raycons. Wear them all the time. I'm going to go out for a little walk here afterwards. I might go juggle my soccer ball a little bit today. Uh, I'll have my Raycons on. They're awesome, right? I mean, it's just it's amazing. I love the sound quality. It's amazing. And then, you, so you've got, like, the best sound quality. But to me, what separates all of that stuff is the fit. And as I was saying, these things don't budge. So when Jack and Elijah were here, my little brother, my uh, uh, my son, we played a ton of golf as much as we could, you know, swinging the clubs to stuff. We played so much pickleball. And they would have their music in, rocking out, you know, and stuff. And and I've got my earbuds in. Theirs fell out all the time, like all the time. Mine never fell out. I told Jack when we were golfing, he had his little white stem ones in because he's I've taken back all my Raycons because it just drives me crazy. And it's about the hipness for him in some ways. And you can't see him, and that's part of the thing. With this, So he's out golfing. He takes a swing. Every time he took a swing and he had his earbuds in, it looked like, I'm like, is that the T? Oh, that's your earbud. Not with Raycons. They don't budge. The sound quality is amazing. You're going to love these. Half the price, a quarter of the price of other premium ear brands. What are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash chat right now. Get a just the best earbuds around at 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash chat. Buyraycon.com slash chat. Chad Benson, show. You stink like fear and white male privilege to me. I do often out myself verbally as a gender. My pronouns are they, them, and I'm proud to be a gender. Are you stupid? <laughs> Ruben! What? Are you kidding me? Not a great way to use your white privilege. Some people get it. Some people don't. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. Now it's time to find out what's trending. What's trending? Einstein, James Dean, Davy Crockett, Peter Pan, Elvis Presley, Disneyland, Princess Grace, Katie Grace, Trouble in the Suez. Norway, Oman, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Suriname. Leonard, Brass, Nap, Lenny, Bush, and Lester Banks, birthday party, cheesecake, jelly beef, boom. What's trending? Yeah, 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 yeah. What's trending, my friends, in the world of trending things, the internet's the world, the wide, the web. Not web three. So funny. Uh, we work with somebody well, on my other stuff mother, that we do, my other company, and uh, one of the people that we work with, uh, that's her big thing is web three. We're talking the other day. It's like, what's web three? She goes, it's the same thing as web. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Just want to make sure. Fantastic. That's kind of her new jam. Uh, no more trending thing right now in uh, the world of news is the house, which apparently is on fire. That's the funny watching the news because the cable news networks, they're just like, it's over. It's chaos. The, we don't function anymore. It's like, no, it's it's arguments. Yes, this first time's happened in 100 years. And it's but uh, it, it, we're still doing OK. OK. 
Okay. I came to work today. Did you guys have to come to work? You did? Okay. I wanted to make sure. I did. Maybe I'm the only one. Amazon, CES, all trending today, big time. Top of that, Jake Paul. What did he do now? Is he going to fight somebody again? Is he arguing? He's got a new girlfriend? Was he calling somebody out? That guy, talk about a guy who figures out how to make noise for himself. Bed, Bath & Beyond is trending because they're going to be Bed, Bath & Beyond, 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 beyond. <laughs> soon. Because they uh, basically said that, yeah, we can't do this anymore. Apparently, uh, you can buy other bath gifts elsewhere. <laughs> oh, man. You mean I don't have to go to a place to buy an overexpensive towel? You do not. You do not have to do that anymore. That is a sad, sad thing. Uh, head over to Google. The Google Kids. What's trending over there? Brian Donalds. He is... Uh, one of the 20 who actually voted, I think, the first two times for McCarthy. Uh, he is a uh, then Chip Roy put him up and, you know, talked about him uh, invoking, you know, the first black member to be the Speaker of the House of the Republicans. And then he started talking about Abraham Lincoln. Or, but uh, he's trending. Brian Kohlberger uh, arrives in Idaho to face charges for uh, four homicides and a bunch of other stuff. Of course, he is uh, the one they suspect to be the uh, killer in those uh, four deaths of those young students in uh, Idaho. A lot of other stuff. Salesforce reduced their work staff by 10%. Their CEO was very honest. He goes, we way overhired. And Amazon. Because Amazon, kids, I'm letting you guys know this. Amazon is actually reducing their workforce by 18,000. That was going to be 16, 17, about 18,000. Last thing too, we're going to talk about this in a minute. Jordan Peterson is filing a lawsuit uh, over having his uh, uh, license suspended. And we'll talk about that because it is insane what they want him to do uh, based on the fact that he went on a podcast in America and said something that they didn't like in Canada. Thought crimes. Not kidding. Talk about that. A lot of other good stuff as well. It's the Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts, independent life. This is Chad Benson. That scumbag that uh, potentially killed those girls and those two uh, guys is uh, going to be back in Idaho today. Uh, facing off. It's going to be very interesting. You know, because you, you get a, a sense of that guy. And again, yesterday, producer Phil and I were talking about it, and we, we touched on it briefly yesterday, that that guy, if you went to central casting, that's the guy. Like, that guy is got the dark, evil-looking eyes. He looks soulless. And the whole thought process is when you, like, see what he was studying and how he's doing it, I think he thought he could learn all this stuff and get away with murder. 
I think he thought that. Just, just, I mean, you know, they've got, and we'll find out more from the affidavit and stuff, and that's the big thing that is going to come out because, uh, but apparently the, the pings in his phone are a giveaway as well as other things. Today's appearance is the first step in this felony case, okay? He will not enter a plea, but a date will be set for a preliminary hearing. Now, of course, he would have read that probable cause affidavit, which will be unsealed later today. And Kaylee Gonzalez's father, Steve, told me he will be here today. He wants to look him in the eye. Yeah. I would uh, make sure that Gonzalez's father is not packing heat. That's the number one thing right there. And that you've got somebody between those two. Because uh, I'll be honest with you, if it was my kid. At that point, I'm going, all right, what do I have to do to get into that jail to get to that guy? What crime do I have to commit at that point? Who do I have to pay off? Just, you know, I mean, just horrific, horrific. Three two three five three eight twenty four twenty three at Chit Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. I'm looking at uh, uh, Jordan Peterson. If you don't know Jordan Peterson, and he is a clinical psychologist from Canada, came quite prominent over the last several years. They call the intellectual dark web, right? You know, uh, or the intellectual. You know, these. He's a free thinker. He is, you know, he comes across as somewhat conservative when really what he is, is he's a he's a classic liberal. Many people would say. And his prominence really grew when the Canadians basically came in several years ago and said, uh, you have to refer to people by their preferred pronouns or else you're going to be in big trouble. And he said, kiss my ass. But he said in a Canadian accent and very calm way that he does and then he blew up on the internet because people started to find all of his lectures and he's just a very interesting guy very matter of fact kind of guy well he did a rogan podcast talking about a lot of things and now they are coming after him in canada or threatening to take away his license uh because they didn't like the podcast he did apparently with rogan and they want him to do a essentially mandatory social media communication retraining with their experts for, among other crimes, retweeting somebody, criticizing Trudeau and his political allies, as well as the things he has said on Rogan. He went on to tweet yesterday. Because uh, Elon Musk followed him yesterday, and Elon Musk was the one who let him back on Twitter because he's so dangerous. He says it's worse than you think in Canada, Elon Musk. Regulated professionals are now terrified into silence by their respective colleges. This means they're no longer able to say what they believe to be true, and who needs that from their lawyers, physicians, or psychologists? Absolutely the truth. It's this thought police this language police this insane thing where i have to lie to you to keep up your insanity like that's that to me like when we talk about you know we talk about the woke stuff the weird stuff the the reason we do that is because the reality is it's scary 
to think in this day and age, we're getting to that point that is so uncomfortable to even, you know, joke about something or to even talk about something in a way where we're just having a conversation, but somebody may find that conversation uh, uncomfortable and that that person right there may go to somebody and you're going to be in trouble. Or we're at a point now where, what is it, people with vaginas instead of women. That's a new one. In some places they want to, you know, instead of saying these women, these people with uteruses, these people with vagina, the hoo-ha havers. I don't think they're really called the hoo-ha havers. They're probably not. I'm just saying this is insane. And the fact that the thought police would want you to go out there. And essentially, hey, you know what? You got to do. Uh, you got to. You got to go and atone for your your retweet or your like of something, or the fact that you say a woman is a woman, as opposed to a woman can be anything that the woman wants to be. That you know you're hearing from from. Uh, get ready for this. This is NASA. Executives learning how to become allies. And use their privilege to help marginalized people. The a- agency, though, is saying there's an over-reliance on uh, the over-reliance on data disproving certain narratives in society threatens diverse people's experiences. It also describes colorblindness as a microaggression. We're at the point now, it's like, I know this to be true. Science has told me it's true. But you say you can fly without a plane. And so I have to champion you. (laughs) Until I don't have to anymore. It's scary. In Canada, what the hell happened to you, eh? It's to be fun-loving people, right? You know, rugged people, you live out there, you know, you talk about how clean everything is and look at us here, you know, we do the good stuff and we're, we're good people and, oh, you know, we got the maple syrup and we like hockey and stuff and, uh, you know, all, all of those things. And somewhere along the line now, it's like this thought police insanity has crept up upon everybody and it's terrifying. And we have to go along with it. And why it matters is because it's coming not to a town near you, right to you, right into your world, into your space. How many people get emails a day talking about, uh, you know, hey, you got to don't forget, you've got to go through all this training about this or you got to go through all this training about that or you have to talk about your unconscious bias or my God. My New Year's resolution, along with sleeping more. Working out consistently more. I worked out like I have weeks last year, so I work out four or five days a week, and then I have a week or two where you know I didn't, and a lot of that had to do with my sleep schedule and stuff. But the other one is to be less inclusive, <laughs> less diverse, more offensive, which means just be yourself in today's world. The thought police. We were uh I remember the first time we went through any of this, I was working for a station. Uh, out in San Antonio and they brought in somebody about you know this and this was a decade plus ago and they were talking about this 
you know, and this was just coming on the, the, the scene. So it's coming on the scene and it is one of those things where we're having these conversations with the lawyer they brought in and the lawyer's telling us all these things. And I said, well, what about, you know, I'm an on-air host. What about if somebody inside of our station is listening to something and, you know, so a salesperson, a, a sales assistant, a promotions person, and doesn't like what I have to say and feels offended by it. And she goes, you know, you might be in trouble for that. And I think to myself, wow, that is nuts. And because it is now a world where how it is said doesn't matter how it's taken. Case in point, I worked at a place uh, up in uh, Sacramento when I was uh, living in Sacramento. And, you know, I'm a bit of a punk rocker, Betty Page. Love me some Betty Bangs, Betty Page, pinup girl. I have a great poster of Betty Page. I have my own studio, like, thing, because I was the creative director, voice guy. I'll do all stuff. And so it was my... A girl complained about my Betty Page poster, which, by the way, is tame. She's in a bikini, for God's sakes. And it's a, it, it's like a lithograph. It's, it's, it's like a picture of her, but then it's been colorized, almost cartoonish. And complained. Now, to get to my studio, you had to walk by 50 gold records of women that are half clad, men who are half clad, but that was somehow offensive to that person, so I was in trouble in some way, shape, or form. Do we not see the insanity of this? You like something, and you're in trouble. It's... It, we've lost the plot and we have to, this is where the writing of the ship to the right has to happen where normal people come on board and say enough. And I think Democrats are starting to go, okay, we've, we've, this is, it's, we need to stop placating this. We need to stop giving into all of these things. And it does matter because this stuff goes from the school, which is getting, it's happening younger and younger. To the college campuses where the indoctrination goes full force to your office. And that is something that we absolutely are going to have to deal with more and more. And if we don't stop it now, the ball is going to snowball to a point where it becomes a snow-nami and we're screwed. I've said it for years, and I'll say it again. A few years from now, jokes are going to sound like this. A non-binary, non-gendered individual walked into an establishment that served beverages. End of joke. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson shows your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from all of you. <sighs> Prince Harry. Prince William getting a fight. It's pretty funny. Talk about that. Maybe what's going on in the world of soccer because it's insane. It has nothing to do with the game and all to do with why one player wasn't playing. Touching that a little bit as well. Ruffgreens.com slash Chad. Ruffgreens.com slash Chad. Get your Rough Greens right now. A uh, great way to start the new year off is giving your dog Rough Greens. Vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega 369. It's going to help bring your dog's nutrients inside the food out, but it's also going to add to it. I've been doing it forever with my dogs. It is the most amazing things, and I want you to try it 
now for free. Dr. Dennis Black took over a quarter of a century putting this thing together. He wants every dog in America to have a bag for free. All you have to do is cover the cost of shipping. It's a few bucks. It's amazing how much it's helped my dog, Doodle, my older dog. His energy level, his aches, his pains, his joint pain, it's been incredible. Try it now for free. Start 2023 off right. Get a free bag of Rough Greens. Go to ruffgreens.com slash chad. Ruffgreens.com slash chad. Ruffgreens.com slash chad. Chad Benson Show. Me too. Hashtag immigration reforms. Hashtag help. I'm trapped in a hashtag factory and I can't get out. The Chad Benson Show. Ladies and gentlemen, friends, countrymen and women, we have a situation with the royals. There has been handbags at 20 paces. In the book called Spare, set to be released next week, Harry says in 2019, William came to his London home wanting to talk about their declining relationship. But in the conversation, William called Harry's wife, Meghan, difficult, rude, and abrasive. Harry says he told William he was not being rational and then claimed William grabbed me by the collar, ripping my necklace and knocked me to the floor. I lay there for a moment, dazed, then got to my feet and told him to get out. Harry says he was left with a visible back injury. And according to Harry, William apologized and said, you don't need to tell Meg about this. Harry responding with, you mean that you attacked me? And William saying, I didn't attack you, Harold. Oh, Harold. I thought Harry was the tough one, right? You know, she's difficult. Basically, what he was saying is, she's she's kind of bitchy. It's like, oh, you can't say that to my wife. She's, you don't think I know that? Mary does. She's awful. Handbags at 20 paces? That's the fight they got into. It sounded like this. Yes, take that. What do you think of those words? My Lord. Selling that book. Oh, they're a hot mess. See, we think our people are a hot mess here. Our government, eh, they're a hot mess all over the world. Remember remember when they were going through who was going to be prime minister? (laughs) What was her name? Was prime minister for like 45 minutes? (laughs) It's, 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 It's a mess all over at times and it's okay a little bit of chaos is okay a little bit of pushback is okay that's good but have a reason for it and we don't have that now at least these two are upset about a woman your wife is awful look i thought the girl in suits was beautiful too but i didn't want to marry her I don't think you're being nice, Chad. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. I will tell you this right now. When I become this rich, I will not be a royal. I will not be Another chance to strike it rich. Once again, the Mega Millions jackpot is rolled over after no ticket matched all six numbers drawn Tuesday night. The estimated prize now, $940 million plus, or $483 million in cash for Friday's drawing. The last time Mega Millions flirted with the $1 billion mark last July with a massive $1.3 billion prize won in Illinois. But Friday's Mega Millions drawing will be the next big one. Yeah, baby. So my retirement plan back on schedule. <laughs> you know, it'd be hilarious if Sam Bankman free goes, what we were going to do is take all the money we had and we we're going to roll it into this and we we're going to try to win this. 
and then I was going to pay everybody back. <laughs> that was that was our plan. It, it, that's the guy who stole all the money from uh, everybody who got into the FTX slash crypto world. Uh, does crypto even exist anymore? I know. Yeah, I saw another one went out of business. So they're down to virtually nothing, I think. Dogecoin, what's that worth? Like a nickel? I don't even think it's worth a nickel. I know that crypto is is the 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 old style e one is Bitcoin is still okay. And if you bought it for nothing, but ugh. But maybe that was his thing. He's like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna buy all of the tickets I can buy, and then we're going to see how this works. It didn't work the way they thought. 323-538-2423, at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram. If you miss any of the show, uh, first of all, or maybe you don't get the third hour, you go and you tell the people, hey, we really like this Chad guy. He's not too bad. Right? He's a little easy on the air. It's kind of funny. Could we get him for a third hour? But if you miss any of that, make sure you grab the podcast, whatever podcast, tune in radio app and all that stuff. Plus, you can go to the Facebook. We got that. And we participate a little bit more there. And we're doing that throughout. We're going to start doing more videos and stuff. You can check this out at Facebook right there. And, of course, check out the Twitter, the Instagram, and all of the other things, as well as text. 323-538-2423. Chad Benson Show. This is the Chad Benson Show. Independent thoughts independent life this is chad benson we don't have a speaker in the house what are we gonna take we're talking about it a little bit here and there today no speaker of the house yet there will be one i promise you not that it matters in some ways because it's not like they're getting anything done but in other ways i'm going to tell you why it matters it matters because you're not the Speaker of the House that is going to get the things done today that you may want done. Your position is this. Now, whoever that is, is it Kevin McCarthy? Is it somebody else? Uh, and how long do they last? The reality is you're supposed to be at this point in time the captain of the ship. You're the admiral. You're setting the tone for what's coming. This isn't so much about today, is it about tomorrow, is it about two years from now, and so on. You know, uh, I like to use sports analogies because I think sports are an amazing thing. I think, I think as much, to me, I think sports and school, winning, losing, all that kind of stuff, the real stuff, should be mandatory. Competition, those things matter. This year, when you look at what's going on in football, for instance... The Jacksonville Jaguars sucked so bad last year. They've sucked for a few years. Last year was a debacle, right? They had a college coach who they gave a lot of money to, who was absolutely awful, who got caught doing a bunch of different things. It was, they were, they, they had no confidence belief. They brought a new coach in, 
They righted the ship. They're playing for their playoff lives to go from awful to a chance to get into the playoffs this year. But what they've done is they've set the tone for what the future could look like and where they should be going. And that's what this is about. So while it's not important in today's world, oh, you know, we we need this. It's important because you need that person that's going to be in there leading the party, setting up the potential of what is going to be coming. It ain't today. Right? This stuff isn't going to be the greatness of today where we pass all these bills and Senate rolls through and but that's not happening. You could pass a million bills, the Senate's never going to take it up. You could then, you know, and even if you even if you had the Senate at this point, yeah, it still doesn't matter cuz you're never going to get anything through where the president's going to sign it. But it's about setting the tone for what's coming. And that's why it's important. And the other side of it is the battle of what's happening. Right? You've got, it's Republican on Republican crime. And it is a bunch of people that are so full of crap. Right? I'm not saying all of the 20 are absolutely evil and bad. Uh, as human beings, but I'm saying their political souls are on empty and what they care about is themselves. That's it. Unless you believe in minority rights in the extreme, you don't go from 20 to 218. You're never going to get some of these people. They live to be in opposition to Republicans. They know better than the Republican conference. Kevin got 85% of the vote in the primary, and yet they know better. I can't think of anything more anti-democratic than 15% trying to dictate to the other 85%. Kamikaze wing within the Republican Party knows better than 85% of the rest of the conference. Yeah. Because it's not about the conference. This is about me. This is about us. This is about us because we know better than you do we know all of these things we know better than because at the end of the day it is truly about them that's what this is i've been saying it for a long time celebrities these people care singularly about themselves these people care only about only about how many followers do i have how many likes do i get Am I in a position where I can go to these big things and these people cheer me on because I'm in such a a funnel of cool, not realizing most of the people, A, most of them don't know who you are, but you live in such a micro world that all you care about doing is impressing people online and it, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. It is. And I love... Dan Crenshaw, by the way, has gone after them, and we've talked a bit about it, just really tearing them apart. And we'll get a little bit deeper in it, I think, later, but it, 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 to me, is everything that you need. He says, I'm tired of your stupid platitudes that some consultant told you to say on the campaign trail. Buying closed doors, tell us what you actually want or shut the blank up. And I... Some of the other stuff that we'll touch on a little bit later was brilliant, but that's also the other side of this. You're like my child. 
What do you mean? So Charlie, my four-year-old, is my son Jack is he, he's 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 funny like me. Uh, I think I'm pretty funny. He is he's got he's got me, but he's got a lot more of his mom. He's much more sensitive and sweet. He's not as obstinate. Charlie is 100% me in so many ways. She's obstinate at times, you know, because. And like, you know, I mean, she is, she will dig her heels in and stuff. And I tell her all the time, that's not an answer. I want an answer. Now, trying to reason with a four and a half year old is not the easiest thing to do for those of you who know. That's what I feel like they are. And that's why I like, tell us what you want. That's it. Because your whole thing now isn't what you want because you don't have a what you want. Your whole thing is because. And because is not a real answer. And that's why this is a joke. Because. Oh, because. No. Say because Kevin McCarthy's part of, oh, and, and they're platitudes that they throw out, you know, and then there's their, their slogans and their usual, it's the swamp. He's a, you're all part of the swamp. The minute you go there, right? Here's the thing. If I go to clean out the swamp, I have to go to the swamp. And I have to be in the swamp. Right? Yeah. Well, that's where you guys are. And now you've become a part of it. And the people that are paying you now are part of the swamp. That's the frustrating part. You've become a part of the swamp. You're just an alligator or a crocodile. Oh. oh. We need better. And if you're a Republican, and you're a conservative, and, and, and we're going to be you know, talking a little bit more about other stuff a little bit later, but why these things are important. If you're a Republican, a conservative, somebody who's really conservative, you're looking at this and you're saying to yourself, somebody who's mature, I don't care about Twitter. I don't care about Instagram. I don't care about any of these things. What I care about is setting the tone for the future. Again, I love analogies. Last analogy of this segment. 1988. I love baseball. Dodgers, not expected to do anything, right? Good team, not a great team. They signed Kurt Gibson. You guys remember Kurt, you know, Kurt Gibson. During spring training, somebody played a joke on him. And he lost his mind. And he went after everybody on the team. And what he did is he was setting down the future of where we're going. You can come here and be losers. You can come here and get your paycheck. You can come here and just get by. Or we can go and win. And that set the tone. And that's what this should be. Setting a tone. And it's okay to argue. It's okay to fight. We don't want things rubber stamped. We enjoy the fact, I do, having some good debate on the floor. I got no problems with that. The problem is the debate on the floor doesn't have a lot of merit when your whole thing is because. So based on what they're wanting to do, nobody's ever going to be speaker. And maybe that's their goal. But understand this, as a Republicans look out there, 
know that while this isn't important in the today's scheme of thing, it sets the tone for tomorrow, and that sets the tone for two years from now, and that sets the tone for the future. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Uh, text the program. A lot of stuff to get to. We'll get to a little bit more of this, some immigration stuff. Uh, how much money am I going to win the lottery this weekend? I'll tell you about that. It's going to be huge. I already can... I'm pretty excited about it. I got to be honest with you. Uh, some stuff about homeless. We touched yesterday on the homeless thing in Portland, the guy getting his face eaten off, which was just horrific. There's more out there, and I want to get to the cost of homelessness, the ridiculousness of the you know amount of money that we spend, and once again, showing the waste of money that is out there in so many of these programs with very little oversight and very little accountability should piss everybody off. 323-538-2423, 323-538-CHAD. That is the number to text. So you text the line. I'll answer your text. You can also go to Facebook or Instagram at Chad Benson Show. You can direct message me, post some stuff. Love hearing from all of you. Ruffgreens.com slash Chad. Ruffgreens.com slash Chad. Got up this morning. There was my dog, Doodle, sitting there, relaxing, just looking at me as best that he could. I went over and gave him love. He's alive today, and I and I wholeheartedly believe this. And I, and I want you guys to listen. Because we changed a little thing in his diet, and that was the food was the same. But we got him rough greens. Canine Vitasmart with vitamins, minerals, probiotics, omega-369. We gave him things that he needed that we didn't know he needed. To extend his life, give him more energy, and make him healthier. And that is exactly what it's done. You don't change a thing with your dog's food. All you do is take this supplement and you sprinkle it on top of your dog's food and you watch what happens. It's been amazing. Dr. Dennis Black, naturopathic doctor, wants you to try it for free. It's not going to cost you anything except shipping. couple bucks. Ruffgreens.com slash Chad. Go claim your free bag now. Ruffgreens.com slash Chad. Ruffgreens.com slash Chad. It's the Chad Benson Show. You're listening to The Chad Benson Show. President Biden says he's going to visit the U.S. southern border next week as part of his trip to Mexico. The president told reporters at the White House Wednesday evening he's going there to, quote, see what's going on. He also says he'll be making a speech on Thursday on border security and will give more details about his upcoming trip. The president's faced criticism for not yet making a visit to the southern border with a record number of migrants attempting to enter the U.S. Yeah, so Biden says he's coming here. Uh, I don't know what that means. If I hear the border where I'm a believe it when I see it kind of character. And when it comes to Biden or any politician, I need to see it. And this is the way I think he's going to do. I think he's going to go to El Paso because he's going to Mexico for some already. Right. And he's going to go there. He's going to meet with the Mexican president, go to Mexico City. He's going to and jobs are going to be a big thing. You know what's going on, obviously, through immigration and et cetera, et cetera. You know, it's 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 shaking hands with your neighbors kind of thing. Smart thing to do. Absolutely. One hundred percent. And then the border, he says he's going to talk about. He's going to have a big, you know, the big speech today about the border and security. Mayorkas came out and said, we got to do something about the Congress has to get something done, uh, which 100 percent agree with. But we still need to fix the leak. And we know what that is. Right. The first thing, if you really want to fix this, it's one thing. You can't claim asylum anymore 
and be let into the country. It changes everything. Then you go about expelling people the minute you catch them crossing the border. After a while, reality sets in. But this is what I think is going to happen. He's going to land in El Paso, not Tucson, not Yuma, not California, right? Go down to San Diego, which would be easy. He is going to meet with their mayor, probably on the tarmac, have a quick speech, five, ten minutes of maybe, uh, you know, conversation in a hangar or something like that, if that with a few other people, he's going to say, I visited the border and go. He's not going to go to any facilities. He's not going to talk to any of the, the people. This is just me saying this. Probably any of the migrants that have come here. Because, man, wouldn't it be hilarious if they're like, yeah, you told me to come here. He's like, what? Uh, he is not going to probably go to any of these, uh, uh, you know, non-governmental uh, organizations, nonprofits that are having to, you know, flip the bill for everything and are struggling to, to survive. He is not going to talk to border agents, uh, any of those things. And if there is going to be any of that, it is going to be not real. It's going to be one of those glossed over, we found somebody who supports you scenario. And why El Paso is because that mayor there, he knows he can manipulate. Go back a few months, they were going to declare a state of emergency. And he said, the administration basically got in his ear and said, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Do I think this is going to do anything big? I don't know. Uh, Back on the president's trip to Mexico in the next few days, what is his message or will his message be when he's there to would-be migrants who may be confused about what the United States' emergencies are right now, given the back and forth over Title 42? Irregular migration is certainly one of the key issues facing our hemisphere, and it will certainly be one of the important uh, important topics of discussion at the Knolls, right? That is something that uh, certainly uh, will be discussed. Discussed is one thing. Is there a plan, and are you dealing with it? He has to go because he's going to Mexico. For him, in a situation like this where you've got not just now, you know, uh, Cuellar of, of, of San Antonio, a Democrat, Cinema uh, and Kelly out here, Democrat senators, uh, you know, several Democrat, even, you know, uh, Democrat uh, Congress people and senators that aren't border state senators saying you need to address this issue. He's looking at the polls and the polls are saying this is an important issue for every party, not just the Republicans. And he's seen the numbers, and I'm sure he's getting some stuff from Mayorkas. But how much of it's going to be, I went, I saw, and nothing's going to change. And yes, Congress has to be a part of it. But you got to fix the border and stop the amount of people that are coming here by giving them a pass to come in and set up a life here and then tell everybody, well, we're not just going to kick them out, are we? That's got to be the number one thing. We need comprehensive reform. But the first thing that has to go is the asylum law. We have to change that. We do. 100%. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter, your Instagram, and all of the other things. Happy Thursday, baby. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show.
independent thought, independent life. This is Chad Benson. You know, yesterday we we're talking about homelessness and uh, we we're talking about what took place in, in Oregon. Uh, guy, like 70 something, sitting on the, you know, there he is, taking his little train. It's not like Thomas' tank engine, unless he's on meth. Why is that? Because the guy ate his face off. Ate his face off. Homelessness is an issue. We get that. But it's also an industry. Well, Chad, that's not true. It is absolutely 100% true. It is. Homelessness is an absolute industry for a lot of people. A boondoggle. Throwing money at it after money at it after money at it, dollar after dollar. People are getting paid, but there's no accountability. And it's ridiculous. There's heartbreaking images of those living in deplorable conditions on the streets becoming all too common. As Democrat leaders get accused of dumping billions of taxpayer dollars into failed programs that do little to solve the issue, we ran through the numbers and the amounts spent are just staggering. Look at this. San Francisco spends an astonishing $100,000 per homeless person. New York shells out $58,000 per year per homeless person, but it hasn't helped. A recent report says homelessness in the Big Apple has reached the highest level since the Great Depression. Think about that. Homelessness. $100,000 Per person, 58,000 in New York. Chicago, we're looking at you. This is the CEO of McDonald's. Chicago spends about $9,000 per homeless person. The unmanageable homelessness problem in the Windy City putting McDonald's CEO in a tough spot. Everywhere I go, I'm confronted by the same question these days. What's going on in Chicago? There is a general sense out there that our city is in crisis. The truth is... It's more difficult today for me to convince a promising McDonald's executive to relocate to Chicago from one of our other offices than it was just a few years ago. That's big. Again, zero accountability. The amount of money, because the industry is huge. You set up a nonprofit. You say you're going to help somebody. You, 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 you have a few success stories. But the reality is everybody else is getting paid, Right. And then on the other side, you have people that are, oh, but we got to be nice to them and kind to them. And, and it, it, it's a drug problem. Let's stop pretending. This isn't somebody who missed a few rent, rent payments, right? Those people will figure out a way. They'll find a shelter. They're not worried about the rules at the shelter. They just need a hand up. These people, some of them need to be institutionalized. Some of them need to be in serious rehab. They're a danger to themselves. They're a danger to people in society. They're a danger to the infrastructure of, of these cities. They're a da- it is a nightmare. A nightmare. Get ready for this. Are you ready to just go, what the? In San Francisco, they distributed 262 tents across six locations. The tents were a total of $16.1 million dollars. That's about $61,000 per tent. You can get a regular tent for like 300, a good one for like 300 bucks. You can walk into REI and get a tent on sale for $300. But the city of San Francisco is charging $61,000 a tent to the taxpayers. 
Tell me right now to my face how it costs $61,000 for a tent. Tell me right now how that can be. I could go down today. Let's just check Amazon really quick. That's my check in Amazon uh, thing. Let's find out what a tent would cost on Amazon. All right. In fact, let's play that. Let's play that clip again. In San Francisco, they distributed 262 tents across six locations. The tents were a total of $16.1 million. That's about $61,000 per tent. You can get a regular tent for like 300, a good one for like 300 bucks. You can walk into REI and get a tent on sale for $300. But the city of San Francisco is charging $61,000 a tent to the taxpayers. All right. Amazon right now. I'm looking here. Amazon. We'll pick a mid-level tent. All right. We don't need a four-man tent or a 12-man tent. They don't need, you know, we don't need a Coleman Weathermaster six-person tent with a screen room. I'm just talking about a tent that will help people from the elements if this is what we're going to do. Are you ready for this? I want to know what kind of tent it was, too. Was it that Coleman? All right. Here's one. Camping. Two-person tent. Waterproof, windproof tent. Rainfly, easy setup, portable dome tents for camping. They did 261. I did 261. $10,179 is what that would have cost. Right there. Tell me now again why it costs that much money for tents. Tell me now again why it costs that much money for tents. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Tell me nobody got paid, right? The money just, we've kept it over here. We're going to use it for something else. Wrong, wrong, wrong. It's in the industry, and that is also a problem. That's crazy. The San Francisco officials also used taxpayer dollars to buy liquor and beer for the homeless people. And then they got caught. Look what they're doing in all of these non-for-profits. The profits are all going to the scam artists that run them. They take in $10 million to help the homeless. And what do they do with the money? This woman went on a shopping spree to Tiffany's, Ferragamo, Bergdorf Goodman. Yeah. Where's the accountability? Because there is none. Zero accountability. It's nuts. Because it's a job to keep you in a position where you struggle. Racism is a job now. For the people out there who want to continue to promulgate it and push it out there. Yes. Are there people out there that are a-holes? Absolutely. Is racism rampant in this country? No. But if you're being told that, it's because somebody's making money off that. What's the hottest thing to be in the industry of management right now? Chief diversity officer. Chief inclusion officer. It's big. It's big homelessness same thing and we talk about the military industrial complex oh don't get me wrong it is as real as it gets but you look at this this is an industry this is an industry absolutely there are people out there that need a hand up they need help but that is a temporary scenario these people are grifting off taxpayers and little accountability no reason to show success and to them, much like the, the, the jailing industry, if you will, uh, the more the merrier. You have to have some payback. You have to have some responsibility. My big beef with progressives is they demand nothing of the recipient. Why not sobriety? Why not 
drug abuse counseling. Why not getting yourself cleaned up? You can't have anyone evolving out of that sorry condition unless you give them some responsibility. They don't want that. That's it. They don't want that. And that should frustrate every one of us. Should demand something. Right? I want to help you. How do I help you? Well, I need this, this, and this. This is what I need from you. You're going to have to show effort. You're going to have to try to get clean. I'm not going to help you if the goal is for me to continue to perpetuate your lifestyle. By the way, they're in favor. This is what I've always said. They're in favor of killing these people. Because if you're not going to demand that they get help and get clean while they're shooting up, doing all of these kind of things because you want to let it be their choice. Well, my choice is not to help you. You're just helping them die a slow death easier. It's a joke. And for people out there that go out there and through the goodness of their heart, they they donate, they give, they do stuff. There's a lot of great nonprofits that are busting their ass to do something right. But once the government gets involved in a major way, an industry explodes. And people are getting paid. And she pisses us all off. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Tweet at us. Text the program. Love hearing from every single one of you. Obviously, you're still talking a little bit about what's going on in D.C. Uh, it is, it's, it's just... It should piss us all off the way that these people are going about fighting with each other day in and day out and bringing nothing to the playground, if you will. Nothing to to the field. Nothing that's real. This is a this is them trying to get more followers as they fight with McCarthy and the Republicans because they're enjoying the fact that the limelight's on them. And this is it. It's ridiculous. Kevin McCarthy would be by almost any objective measure. One of the two or three most conservative yep. Republican speakers in U.S. history, at least for the last hundred years. Paul Ryan was the most conservative speaker. This idea that being part of the establishment right. makes you a rhino squish loser is this fantasy that these guys are getting high on on their own farts. Yeah. And I'm going to go back to this. I'm going to read this here really quick. Uh, this is uh, Dan Crenshaw yesterday talking. He said, uh, so like these people, they keep coming up with more and more ridiculous reasons. I love bringing up the example of Bob Good because I think he's one of the worst members of our caucus. This is an absolute dud. But he literally got up and he was mad at McCarthy because McCarthy took three weeks to call him back after the election. Can you believe that? He said, by the way, they spent about two million dollars to get that loser elected because he couldn't get elected on his own. You know, Lauren, Bo- you know, Lauren Boebert. Uh, who just insulted Donald Trump just because of Trump supporting McCarthy. I mean, she barely won re-election, and McCarthy spent a bunch of money on her because she's not good enough to win an R plus six or seven, whatever that is. You know, these members contributing nothing, nothing to our majority. They contribute nothing to the conservative movement. They don't write bills. They don't think about policy. They don't even know who Thomas Sowell is. They've never read anything about conservative philosophy or thought. They have no opinions on how to fix Social Security or the budget. They just want to yell and scream and they want to make demands. When I did, uh, when I told some of them uh, as, uh, you know, look, you know, one of the reasons there's uh, such intense animosity right now, he said, because these holdouts and everyone else has to work for their positions. Some of the demands, I mean, this, it's crazy, he said. He goes on to say, they demanded more places in committees. So McCarthy said, okay, give me a list of names. And they said, no, we refuse to. And they said, oh, why is that? Because you're trying to trick us. You know what I mean? They're like children. Boom. 
100% right. And that's why it's important that they get a speaker that can be a political first and foremost, because that is a politician position guy who can fundraise. McCarthy checks all his boxes. Yes, he's conservative. Absolutely. Is he part of the establishment? Yeah. That's a position where the establishment and being part of the swamp, you know what? If you're going to fight a monster, you need a monster. Well, guess what? He can be a monster. Is he the best? I don't know. But what they're doing and the way they're going about doing it is a joke. And you know it and I know it. Because they're not actually bringing something to the conversation. Instead, what they're doing is, I don't like him because. 323-538-2423. At Chad Benson Show is your Twitter. Wrap it up straight ahead. Chad Benson Show. The Chad Benson Show, where we reach across the aisle and occasionally poke someone in the eye. The horrific incident during Monday Night Football, the 24-year-old Buffalo Bills safety collapsing and suffering cardiac arrest after taking a hit to the chest. Medics rushing in, performing CPR for 10 agonizing minutes, restoring his heartbeat on the field. Loved ones who have been by his bedside finally getting an encouraging update. We don't know how long this medical journey is going to be for him, but right now things are moving in a positive direction. Yeah, they are moving in a positive direction, apparently showing some signs of uh, movement, and uh, he is starting to breathe more and more on his own, which is good. But Aaron Rodgers had something interesting to say uh, about this. And again, you know, it's a... Uh, I talked to my buddy Wolf. Ron Wolfley is a host here for our sports station locally, and uh, Wolf is a, he's just a great guy. And uh, I love Wolf. Wolf is a Pro Bowler, right? Four times. I mean, this guy is uh, he, he's he's just a, a, a sweetest guy in the world. But he was a beast in his day. And you know, he says, you know, it, it's uh, it's a brotherhood. We don't like each other at times, but we all respect what we're doing and what we do to our bodies and what we put ourselves through and and the potential and you don't have to know somebody to realize that you know that person is 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 one of your own if you will as much as there's rivalries and there's distaste for certain individuals that you play against and there's bad blood at the end of the day there's one thread that connects all of us right and it's that we know that we are the modern day gladiators, right? We are providing entertainment for the masses and doing something we love, but we're also putting our bodies and our future health on the line. And I think that's one thread that connects all of us, that we have a respect for what it takes to go out on the field and that we put our bodies on the line. Absolutely. Aaron Rodgers there talking about this. And again, you know, Wolf told me the other day, he goes, look, and, and I've been that way you know you you play on a team everybody thinks uh, you all like each other no you don't you don't like each other you're a bunch of people thrown together and it's weird you know you you got guys who are 35 and you have guys who are 20 you know there there's you know you you don't know people and there's guys you may not like because that guy's coming for your spot or that guy is you know in practice he got under your skin and and you don't but when you step on those lines and you have that uniform on you're united together and 
that's a big thing. But it also goes across the fact that it, across the line, you know, Wolf told me the other day, I, I wanted to rip somebody's head off. I wanted to crush them. But I never wanted to kill them. And I never wanted to injure them so they never played the game again. But I wanted to give them everything they got. And they wanted, I wanted them to give me everything they got. At the end of the day, you don't think these type of things are going to happen. And when it does happen, everything is thrown out. A rivalry, distaste for a certain team, whatever it might be that might separate you a little bit, that's all gone when it's one of your guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. So very interesting there. Uh, I think he's going to be okay. And, you know, then people have been asking the question, well, what happens? Because... Uh, there's other sides to this, right? Because the games are still going to go on. They're still going to play this weekend. And that leads everybody in a position of, well, two teams are going to be a game short. Now, the Super Bowl this year, which is in Arizona, they could move that, they could move it back a week, not the Super Bowl, but there's that week between the Super Bowl uh, that's empty. Right, So they they play, then they have a week off, and then there's the week running up to the Super Bowl. They could move it back a week and not have that week in between. Uh, They could base it strictly on winning percentages because both of these teams have a chance to be the AFC champions and host all the games and have a bye week. So they could try to play it. They could do it on winning percentages, or somebody said they could play the AFC Championship game at a neutral site. So it'll be interesting to see how they play this game, or even if they do play this game, uh, because the games will go on. That's the other thing. They're not not playing this weekend. Both of these teams are playing this weekend. That's going to happen. And so you got to figure that out. There's a business aspect and a game aspect because some of these guys are playing for their future. Some of them are playing for bonuses and their contract next year. There's that portion of it as well. 323-538-2423 at Chad Benson Show. It's your Twitter. Solid fun show today as always. You have a blessed rest of your day. We'll do it again tomorrow as always. Night Night Jack. Hey, is that? It is. Friday, I see you. This is the Chad Benson Show.